there, welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham. I've got to do something with that intro. It keeps breaking on the intro. The outro is fine. God knows what's happening, but anyway. Uh, Spurs win against Brighton. A clean sheet. Kane record breaker. Uh, away win. Uh, you know, all, on, all good, all good. Uh, but we have got another game coming up. And as we've seen, it's a win-loss, 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 win-loss. So God knows what will happen on Sunday. But, you know, <laughs> we'll be in good spirits uh, 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 today anyway. And then Sunday might change. Um, <laughs> got great guests with me. Hopefully, Brian Date will be on uh, shortly. Uh, but Tommy, how you doing, Tommy? Regular good, on here, semi-regular on here. Massive, massive game. Can't wait now. I keep saying tomorrow yeah. is Sunday, isn't it? Sunday. That's why I can't, <laughs> I can't wait for it. To, I wish it was tomorrow because then West Ham may have been slightly more tired if it happened to be tomorrow. <laughs> but uh, no, it's, it's a huge, huge game on Sunday. We really do dislike each other. It's safe to say. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but we're on best behaviour today because we do have West Ham fan here. He's been on before, <laughs> Bob. How you doing, Bob? Yeah, right, mate. Cloud nine after the uh, Seville game. We'll talk about that. Yeah, a cloud bit later. nine, no, definitely, definitely. Just, uh, just got one eye on uh, Sky Sports. I think the draw's happening in a second. Oh right, okay. Yeah, I've, t- I've seen the Champions League draw, but yeah, that's usually before, isn't it? Um, got yeah. a few people in the chats. Uh, Dal Denton, uh, Ian. Special big up to Brian. Is it the last eight now? You're in the last eight now, aren't you? Yes, of course, yeah. Her range is going to be there as well. That would be a cracking game. And Barcelona. And Barcelona. Oh, jeez. Be a nice trip to the new camp. Uh, Alan Harris. uh, Ian again. Uh, Ellie as well. Uh, Let's talk Tottenham and Daigle. Match made in heaven. Absolutely. Hopefully it'll be on soon. Uh, Thanks to everyone getting in the chats already uh, uh, and the comments already. Please keep them coming. Please hit the like. Please hit the subscribe. 196 subscriptions at the moment. Let's get 200 by uh, uh, the time we uh, kick off at West Ham. You know, that will cover up the pain if we do lose. Uh, But I'll start with you, Tommy. Harry Kane, all-time Premier League away goal scorer. And uh, the goal he scored was a lot harder than the uh, sitter that he missed. But he, he's going to end up taking that record to new heights, isn't he? Because he's already uh, 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 got that record now. He's only 28. If he stays with us another five, six years and does break Shearer's record, that that way goal record is going to be absolutely massive. But, uh, yeah, and, uh, you know, not, not satisfied with just kicking the ball. He has to kick Coke can as well. Uh, Man. Yeah, I mean... Is he back to Harry Kane or is there still more to come from him, do you think? There's still more to come. I mean, he's what is he on 11 goals now this season? Uh, it's yeah. very, it's very Premier odd League when he comes Premier to Premier League goals. Would... He's obviously got goals yeah. in other competitions, yeah, yeah, but but solely Premier League. I think it's 11 goals. So without him uh making the 20, uh, if you if you were talking about pre season, if you said he was going to be fit for the entire season uh, and he only made he made less than 20, you'd say, of course, not a great season for Kane, is it? Because, you know, we we know how great he is and the top goal scorer and top assist maker last season. You're not getting those assists either. But fundamentally, that's down to the, the team around him. Haven't been great. Changes of managers. Uh, but he looks like he's, he's back in form now. It looks like he's scoring those goals week in, week out. And it, it'll only continue from here. It needs to. If we're going to get any chance in the top four, even top six, we know top six are not going to be diff- uh, easy. Look, West Ham are fighting for it too. They're knocking out teams like Sevilla. A lot of teams in the back there fighting for top six. Uh, before we talk about top four as well, so um, yeah, it's going to be uh, it's, it's it's going to be a massive game. And look, I think Kane scored as many away goals as he has home goals, which is incredible or very very similar, which shows you the character of the man. He's you know he goes away from home and scores scores more goals than at home. That that you take some character, it takes some will. Um, 
and we we know he's got that. We know he's got that. He's he's a fighter, and from here on in, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him scoring every game. Yeah, was it you who said on on a stream not that long ago uh, when he was obviously struggling that uh, he'll end up getting twenty Premier League goals this season, or was that someone else? Someone's definitely said it when he was struggling. I can't remember who it was. But when was this? But when was this? When was this? Was this four months ago? Was it? Months yeah, ago? this was when it was still, you know, oh, Harry Kane doesn't care. Well, you've got to say that. I mean, not many play. How many players do reach the twenty goal barrier? Not many do. So that goes to show how highly we rate the man. The fact that if he doesn't score twenty goals this season, it's a bad season for him. Which you know, many players would take that yeah, all day long. So, um, but yeah, no, he wasn't great at the start of the season. But there's a lot of there's a lot of elements. It wasn't. I don't just believe it's the Euro situation. The fact that he wanted to move, he wanted to move. We talked about it off air with Declan Rice. <laughs> you know, if the big boys come in, they're going to want to go. Same with Kane. He's 28, 29. He's been banging them in for ten years. So well, eight years at least. So <laughs> I don't blame him for the fact that the big boys uh, uh, come in for him. He, he didn't get the move. Went to the Euros. Lost the Euros. The only trophy he would have ever won in his career, and he's depressed. Of course, he's going to be depressed. And then you look at the manager. We employ Nuno De Santo, twelfth, got sacked from Wolves, finishing twelfth. I mean, how much motivation are you going to have as a striker? As well. What motivation are you going to have as a human being, let alone a striker? <laughs> right. and, you know, it's, it's, so of course he's not going to score as many goals at the start. I, I, I don't think so. So uh, look, Kane, Kane's a fighter. Um, I can't see him even going in the summer, to be honest with you. I, I can't even see him go, uh, go into the summer. Yeah. I think he'll reach 20. I'll reckon. I said he wouldn't. I said he wouldn't on a uh, stream last week on my own channel. But I've got a funny feeling it'll make it'll make the 20 goals this season, Harry Kane. Brian, what is going on, my friend? Yeah. Doing, on? Sorry for my delay. I've got like 12 minutes. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know if you've met Rob. Uh, Rob's West Ham fan. This is Brian. How you doing, How you Rob, doing? buddy? Hello, mate. Nice to meet you, buddy. And yourself. Yeah, a couple of comments in the chat. Wayne Bonner, afternoon, gents. Ruthless end to the season needed. We're starting with West Spat, wet spam. You can't have a go at me for that. I'm just reading what's in the chat. Nick Collison, let's believe team. Good to see you, Tommy. Great panel. Ellie, welcome, West Ham fan, Rob. But come Sunday, well, Rob, you have three points. Hopefully, really? we do. Go on, Ellie. Do. Uh, yeah, uh, what did you think of the uh, Brighton game and Harry Kane now record? all-time uh, away Premier League goal scorer, Brian. Uh, I yeah. didn't see the game. I only saw the highlights on YouTube and there was no chance at all for Brighton, even though they had 15 shots at goal, none on target. Uh, so I'm not sure if it was uh, us all over them and they just had long-range efforts, speculative efforts or, 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 or what. I don't know if you guys watched the match. But yeah, thoughts on the, uh, on the win and Harry Kane and his record? So... Uh... I only got. I, I watched the game, but it was like my third day at work, and I'm in training, so I kind of split my monitors and put my tablet in between the two, and was watching it. Martin <laughs> Trainer was telling me to do bits, um, so I, I, I saw bits and pieces. Listen, it, it's a comfortable win. Um, I thought it was going to be a lot more difficult because we've struggled at Brighton before. Um, we got the job done. Um, I'll spend this time talking about Harry Kane. I mean. It's just another record gone and another one's gone and another one's gone. He, he just literally, <laughs> this man with records, he, he eats them for breakfast. Um, Is this Harry Kane of old again, rather than the Harry Kane uh, that, that we were kind of frustrated by in the start of the season? And do you, do you think Spurs fans have forgiven him, forgotten him, uh, uh, what happened? Or do you think that's still there a little bit and he still uh, has to carry it, this on? It's all forgotten. Listen, I was one of the ones that was giving him a hell of a lot of grief 
the way he started in the summer, um, especially when we were at games together, Chris uh, uh, and Tommy, when we were at the Chelsea game, um, when we lost 3-0. Uh, I was at the Aston Villa game where we won 2-1 and the Man U game where Nuno uh, obviously had his last game and he was woeful. He was woeful. But you've also big up Cooper, brother. Um, but you've also got to say that um, he is now back to... I wouldn't say he's back to Harry Kane of old, but he's hitting the numbers that he should be hitting. I mean, the form he's in the second half has been phenomenal, but that's Harry Kane's standard. That is Harry Kane's standard. Phenomenal is where he is at. Um, And it's obviously, it's wonderful to see it. I mean, the way he's he's now putting his, he's stamping his authority on games, his finishing is getting back, although I I really don't understand how he didn't get the angles right for the the open goal in the beginning. That yeah. was like, oh no, here we go. When I saw that, <laughs> but but he 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 performed well. It's another record. This guy, he'll destroy whether... that record now. Certainly, if he stays with us, he's only twenty eight. He'll destroy that uh, away goals record. Well, it's not even the away goal record. I'm I'm concerned about right now. I mean, people are saying that maybe he'll, this will all start again if we don't win a trophy this summer, or or sorry, won't win a trophy if we don't get uh, Europe this uh, this summer. But right now, the way he's finishing, he can be within touching distance, like within a season of becoming the most, uh, the record goal scorer in Tottenham and Tottenham Spurs history, which I don't care who you are or I what think team he's you play for. 24 off, isn't he? I saw a stat. I think that, he's 24 off. Let's just, let's just say it was Antonio at West Ham and he wanted to go elsewhere, but he was 24 goals away. And as a striker, that let's just say scores over 20 goals a season easy. And you could go down in folklore. You're immortal as being that club's record goal scorer. You stay in that club. You stay in that club. Yes, you can go and win medals. Yes, you can go and do this. But that, especially for your boyhood club, for your boyhood club, let's say it was Jamie Noble. Uh, Mark Noble, sorry. Obviously, he's not a goal scorer. But if, if it, Jamie Noble. But if it was Mark <laughs> Noble, who is like Harry Kane, as in West Ham yeah, boy, born and bred, blah, 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 blah. And he was within touching distance of going down as West Ham's all-time record goal scorer. He stays. Yeah, he stays because that 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 title to him is like a trophy. Is like you will go down. It doesn't matter. You're immortal because even if someone does come and break it, you'll be the person that broke it. And it's like, yeah. so yeah, I, I I think all Harry Kane talk gets quashed now because I think he's gonna finish very very strong for the end of the season. I mean, Bob Bob's bird, bless him, has put a fiver on at twenty two to one that he's going to get the golden boot, <laughs> and you wouldn't put it past him. You would no. not put it past Harry Kane. Uh, yeah, Ellie here in the chats. How you doing, Ellie? Harry Kane, Harry Kane, when he gets the ball and he scores a goal, it's Harry Kane, Harry Kane, he's one of our own. Uh, I think that's safe to say for Ellie's point of view, all is forgiven now. Uh, but Rob, in terms of, uh, uh, you know, this is a, 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 game, a, a game of two teams here and West Ham just come off the back of a Sevilla match, which you won in extra time. Yeah, just, they the just extra... flashed up as well. We've got Leon in the quarterfinals, so that's going to be uh, hopefully saving Bar signing for the final. Oh, yeah. you got Dembele. You're going to play in Dembele? Yeah. Mm. But yeah, I mean, Sevilla have won that competition a few times, haven't they? So a yeah, big, big scout for you guys. And, uh, in the last 10 years. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure what you thought at the start of the season and how far you'd get in the uh, uh, Europa League. There'll obviously be West Ham fans who thought we can win this or go really far. There'll be other fans who thought, get out of the group, that's that's um, good. You're obviously in the quarterfinals now. And, and you know, 
Cloud Nine, you said before we came on air, that's what you're on after that. And and you'd expect the players to be something similar to take into the Spurs game, a big, big Spurs game, London Derby, top four place at stake or, or still fighting for it. Um, Obviously, Harry Kane is bang on form. Yeah, so, he's, he's certainly come to a bit of a purple yeah. patch recently. Some um, off form, but you give him a chance, he'll score a goal. But then you've got Fournals, who, who, who's been really impressive. Declan Rice, who is... Unbelievable! Well, I thought I thought he was the best player for England in the Euros. Obviously, he didn't get a headlines because he wasn't scoring goals. And you've got Antonio, who will bully defenders and and score goals. So, uh, are, are you looking forward to the match? Are you wary of the match? Are you? What are your thoughts going into this match? I'm, I'm wary looking forward to it. I mean, obviously, we we all love playing, you know, our, our biggest rivals. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely, uh, I say, cautiously optimistic. I mean, it's always, you know, when, when, when we always get together, it's always it's always a good match, um, you know, regardless of who comes out on top. Um, there's always a, you know, a slight element, you know, we could be at the bottom, which we've been traditionally sort of fighting relegation for the last however many years. So, sort of say we're going into a, um, sort of coming towards, you know, the latter part of the season, uh, playing you guys, and um, we're sort of both vying for a sort of top four, top five, top six position to get European football of some kind. Is is it's alien for me. I'm not going to lie, <laughs> <laughs> really alien. But um, and I think it's going to be a good game on on Sunday. It's going to be um, live. I think both both teams. We we come up on the back of a bit of a rubbish run. Um, you guys are hitting a bit of form, right? You say Harry Kane um, is going to be obviously your biggest threat. Declan Rice hopefully will be will nullify that. Um, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, um, nullify that threat as well um, on Sunday. But I think, you know, I think it's going to be, if I was going to put, um, um, you know, if I was going to put a prediction on the game, I wouldn't be surprised if it's going to be a score draw or maybe a very close 1-0. Is, is Bowen still, is Bowen still out? Is Jared Bowen still out? Is Jared Bowen Yeah, still I'm, out? I'm not sure if he's back for Sunday. Um, right. Because that's a big one as well, I've isn't it? Because he's been fantastic, hasn't he, recently? Yeah, yeah. 20 million quid from Hull. These uh, goodbye, he's been sniffed out by Liverpool as well. So, um, it's a perfect you know, example, a... isn't it? You know, you get all these players, you have to get someone from the Premier League or top European leagues. They're great players in the Championship who, mm. who give them a chance in the Premier League and then they can flourish. And uh, Jarrah Bowen is a perfect example of that. Well, we, we were linked with him. We, 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 sorry, to time just to go because I'm going to have to go right him. after this. Uh, would you believe we were linked with Jarrah Bowen and we know what happened there? Good old parasite. <laughs> Good old parasite. <laughs> but I, I will say with uh, with Rob talking about Declan Rice, for me, I was just on We Are Tottenham TV. England win the Euros if Declan Rice isn't substituted. But in my honest opinion, mm. if Calvin Phillips had gone off or I anyone... Thought that was a bad, I De thought that was a bad move. Yeah. Declan Rice, was for me, move. was the England player of the Euros by a country yeah. mile. For me, he, it's where he obviously doesn't get the headlines because he's not scoring the goals. But no, that final, I thought he, he was absolutely stupid. People said he in the game that he looked tired. Agree, 100%. People say he looked tired, uh, but he, he is going to look tired, but he can still produce even when he's tired. Yeah. Rice. Mm. I, so, I think he, honestly, I, I think, think kept on. I think he can walk into any team. He's that good. Any team. And I'm talking the Barca, the Reals, the pa He is that good. He is a huge concern for us. Um, but not just with his ability, but his whole aura, his whole uh, yeah, mentality, exactly. everything. He, he, for me right now, he is world-class. I would go as far, maybe not world-class, but he is pushing that ceiling and he will get there because he is that damn good. But I will leave you on that. Robert, it was an absolute pleasure meeting you. Yeah. Sorry, it nice be for longer. Uh, Bloody cock you... went forward. 
So now we're four hours, not five hours behind you here in uh, Toronto. Just, just before you go, Brian, and I really appreciate you coming on just before work as well. Thank you so much. Uh, just before you go, really quickly, two things. Uh, predictions for the match and your channel. Give uh, everyone a shout out and give yourself a shout out and plug. Yeah, everyone can find us at, uh, at Tottenham on tour. Um, uh, that's where you'll find us. Me, Brian Island, uh, Adam Clark and and do, 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 Danny Kiriakou. Never too early to sing that song. See, even a West Ham fan smiles, so you know how good that's going to be. So, yeah, they can find us there. I, I, do you know what? Because it's, I just cannot say West Ham will beat us. I just got, there's two teams I'd never say that to, West Ham and the Field. Um, I'm going for a very, very hard fought 2 1. But it could, uh, it, it could be 2 1 either way. But I'm going, obviously, for, for, for Tottenham. But uh, we'll see. And then if, 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 if the worst happens Sunday, can everyone stop talking about this fucking top four? Because guess what, mate? It ain't happening if we win, and it ain't happening if we lose. So, uh, so, so either way, but I will say to everyone, have a wonderful weekend. Come on, you Spurs. And as always, Levy out. Take it easy, Daigle. Take it easy, mate. Uh, th thanks so much, for uh, Brian, for coming on uh, uh, just before work. Uh, clocks have gone forward. Uh, yeah, so I really appreciate him coming on. Ellie says, Declan Rice is a Chelsea fan. Apparently, Harry Kane was a Spurs fan. It doesn't really mean a huge amount. But, uh, yeah, Tommy, uh, we had the big win. Uh, you know, we had a big win after... I think I've got that wrong. We haven't won after United. Yes, we did, Everton. Brighton, Brighton. I, I've completely <laughs> lost track of what I'm talking about here. Uh, you we, know. Big, we, big win. we had a big win after United, yes. That's what Brighton. I mean, yeah. 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 I, uh, someone who's an experienced host like me should know what they're <laughs> say, but, you know. Uh, yeah, big win after United. Uh, like, like Brian said, we usually struggle at Brighton, but we got a win and a clean sheet. Uh, but it means nothing if we don't beat West Ham. We need to go on a run, you know. And... Uh, <laughs> I've stopped saying we're going to get top four we're in the top four race because I think we're too inconsistent. And, and you know, the obviously worry there is if we beat West Ham, then I'll start, ooh, two wins in a row. Here we go. Uh, but I'm not going to do that. But we do need to beat West Ham. There's no point beating Brighton, losing, and then having to go and win the next game, and then losing the game after that. And, and we'll come to West Ham in a bit. I think you you beat Villa last game as well. So yeah. it's a similar kind of situation to you. Obviously, you've had a severe game in the middle of it. But um, yeah, Tommy, uh, it means nothing, doesn't it? If, if, if we don't beat West Ham or, or, or uh, are you still in the, we can make top four camp or are you in the same as Brian and, and it, it, win or lose, we ain't going to get top four. And uh, I should get it, some comments as well. Uh, uh, sorry. Uh, big, <laughs> it's an amazing uh, people in the comments. They're all fellow, a lot of them are fellow YouTubers or big, big uh, yeah, YouTube channel yeah. fans. So really peace out everyone. Alan, Ellie, Coover, Shaggy. Yeah, and uh, uh, Ian, uh, we haven't beaten West Ham at the new ground, have we? Uh, Alan has said uh, we did in the cup, but yeah, not in the league. Uh, and he also asked, what if uh, Aston Villa beat Arsenal? I mean, Arsenal with the 2-0 the, the loss to Liverpool, that was a good result for both of us, to be perfectly honest. Uh, but yeah, uh, uh, Tommy, in terms of top four, are, are you in that, that camp or, or if we beat West Ham? Or are you? doesn't matter if we win, doesn't matter if we lose, too inconsistent, we end game fourth, just, just try and have a the best end of the season that we can, starting with West Ham. Too, too inconsistent, yeah, for sure. But even if we weren't inconsistent, even if we were winning two, I don't know, winning a game, drawing, uh, even if we say won three out of five games until the end of the season, three out of five, uh, so six until the end of the season, wouldn't be enough to get top four. We need to win 
80% of our games. And I don't believe this team's going to do so. I believe we can beat the Brightons, uh, the Norwiches, the Brentfords, the lesser teams, the Leeds, the Evertons. But whenever we come up against a tough front line, especially the front line, because for me, we've got problems all over the place. The defence falls apart. When you have a good attack, oh, this defence falls apart. Fell flat on its against Man United. Ronaldo's not even in form. He's not even in, been in form recently. Scores a hat-trick and just takes the piss out of us. Uh, and set set pieces are horrible. A team that can... That work, I'm not sure how West Ham uh, do on set pieces, but if, if you've got a high percentage of goals from set pieces, then you're going to be in your element Sunday. Well, Dawson, set Dawson pieces. at the back is quite good in the air, isn't oh, of he? Course. Pieces, Craig Dawson's free kick, so Craig Dawson's I would imagine beast, that'll, that'll be an element that uh, Moyes tries to exploit. But yeah, I mean... I think it's, I was on uh, yeah, told me uh, the other day and that someone mentioned the amount of goals that we can see just from set pieces in the last month or two months. And Only against yeah, teams that can actually well. take set pieces because Everton and Leeds are no good at set pieces. So, of course, they're not going to score against us. Uh, Man United, Chelsea, you know, Wolves, Southampton. This defensive line yeah, is, is shocking. It's shocking. Uh, and, and it's usually, I mean, uh, you know, Southampton had Che Adams. He was OK. Wolves had Jimenez. We make these players look better than they are. But Leeds and Everton, Leeds had Daniel James, so they really didn't have anything. Um, Everton had Calvert-Lewin first game back. Um, so Antonio starting will be a big thing. Bowen starting will be a big thing. If Bowen doesn't start, then uh, that certainly works in our favour. Because that's the, that's the situation we're in as Spurs fans now. We need to look at injuries or suspensions the opposition have to, 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 to take a point or three points. That's It never used to be like this, but it's like this now. Because of constant, you, as you say, inconsistency. Do you, the do way you think we go, be any... if it's win loss, win loss, Chris, to answer your question, no, we're definitely not getting top oh, four. Yeah. If it's win loss, win loss, we're not getting top six. If it carries on being win loss, win loss, we're not getting top six. You need a better, you need better form than that to get into the top six. So yeah. we're in trouble if we carry on this way. In terms of the defence, do you think there'll be any kind of improvement there, based on the fact they've had a, a clean sheet against a? Still a good Brighton team. They may have fallen down a little bit now, but they've still got some good players and play some good football. Do you think there'll be any improvement there? Or do you, do you think just Brighton just didn't put them under pressure enough? It's a, str a, a Brighton are a struggling side. They truly are a struggling side. Five games lost on the bounce. This whole about Graham Potter being the next best thing. He's finished 14th, 15th, and he'll finish 15th this season, no doubt. They had a very early, easy, early run of fixtures. So both both fixture lists, so at the start of the season, they had, if you look at the teams they played, there's none of the big teams. And the second in the second fixture list around Christmas. So they had two runs of very good form. As soon as they played the big, big teams, they start not just drawing and the odd win, losing everything. Like they have done recently, six on the bounce now, Brighton. So this whole... Potter's going to be great is a myth. If you can't finish 14th and 15th and then we need to get him as a top four manager, it doesn't work like that for me. Uh, maybe in the future. P Pochettino was, uh, I know I'm going sort of off kilter, but P Pochettino was um, finishing 8th and 9th for Southampton, which is fair enough. It's still a risk, but it was fair enough. But finishing 14th and 15th, Spurs fans are clamouring to get Potter in when uh, when Nuno was sacked. Like, what 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 is going on? Um, and it'll probably be the case if Conte doesn't uh, go through into next season, which I'm, I'm sure he will. I'm sure Conte will. But if he doesn't, I think Potter will be near the top of the list, which I personally do not do not understand. Um, so, yeah, Brighton are really struggling. for you guys for that, if you did that. Yeah, exactly. Sorry? Exactly. Step back, did you say? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they're struggling. But... They're, they're really struggling. So we can't take those results into too much 
You can't take too much out of those those results, to be honest with you. But um, yeah, they they really are a, a struggling team, and they will they will struggle to stay in the Premier League this year, Brighton. Yeah, and in terms of West Ham, Rob, I've got two banners here. I should have just put it on one. But uh, firstly, is it a bigger game for Spurs or West Ham? And that kind of links into this with what what, what is West Ham's priority now? Getting fourth or winning the Europa? Uh, or, or, no, it's a or, tough one. I mean, both, both. Both, both can lead the Champions League football, really, can't they? Um, yeah. I'd say in terms of historically, if you look over the last 10 years, it's probably, obviously, compared to us, uh, on an average to where you guys have been over the last 10 years, I'd say it's probably a bigger game for us um, in terms of what you guys have achieved in, in let's say, like, like I said, the last 10 years. Um, obviously, we're punching well above our weight at the moment. Well above our weight. Um, we've not spent any money. Well, barely spent any money. Um, and to be where we are after getting a decent result last season is, is testament to obviously what David Moyes has done. But, yeah, I'd say it's probably the bigger game for us in terms of what's at stake. Uh, and that's yeah. obviously not belittling anybody in any kind of way. But you guys have obviously been consistent. You've been quite consistent the last however long. I know sort of I remember back when we were kids, Chris, you know, it's always, um, you know, it wasn't a great period for both clubs. But you guys have seemed to have made that step forward in the last however many years. And we seem to be you know, ambling along, not spending any money, but we we are where we are through sheer grit and determination. So, yeah, I'd say it's probably big, bigger for us for what's at stake in terms of what can be achieved. Yeah, I think you're probably you're very similar, I think, to uh, the, the Spurs under early days of Pochettino where we were getting up mm. to that level consistently. I think he finished fifth in his first season and then I think it was the lesser season after that. I could be wrong. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm quite surprised with West Ham. I thought you'd struggle this season. Of, you know, you, you fell out of the uh, top four race last season with Rice and Antonio being injured. So I thought lack of squad depth and now the extra games with the Europa. But yeah, unbelievable that you're still I, I thought pretty, pretty much the exact same position as you were at this point last season and now in a cup competition as well. Um, yeah, just just quickly, uh, Kuva, how you doing, buddy? We've already lost 10 games this season. Some th people think... Seem to think we'll lose as little as one game in our running, and even crazier, we'll win eight or nine. Which season have we last managed that? That's very true. And Ellie says this will be a great time to start that run if, if, if for the results. Chris Agenbar, how you doing, buddy? West Ham have been drawn with Leon in the next round of Europa. Come on, Undombele. Uh, I mean, you said it on. I think uh, I'd rather uh, West Ham win because of Ndombele, yeah. to be honest with you. I can't stand <laughs> yeah. him that much. Well, you you said it on your channel on, on um, Tuesday, I think, Tommy, with Man United in Champions League games and a couple of people saying, let's I hope they go out, hope they go out. But you were saying, and I agree with this, let them go through because then they've got extra games to worry about. Same with West Ham with uh, Leon, get through that, and then you've got a semi final to uh, worry about, and then you might end up taking your focus off the league a little bit because you're in a semi-final of a cup competition. Um, but yeah, Rob, in terms of you, uh, uh, what what would be your priority this season? Uh, league or Europa? Or, or is it just not really ideally, a priority in an ideal world, we're outsiders? For... In an ideal world, I'd like both. Uh, but if I was to pick, I'd say probably, I'd say I'd look for the silverware because hmm. when are we going to get to a quarter, semi, potentially a final? In my lifetime, last time we did it was in uh, eighty one when we lost a Dynamo Tbilisi after we uh, done the wow. Cup final. 81. 81. eighty one. We lost. We Jeez. lost the Cup Winners Cup final. We lost one of the European Cup in like sixty six or something or sixty five. Uh, Bobby Moore. Um, but yeah, I think I'd, I'd go. I'd say silverware all day long. I mean, yeah. um, if we get top four, that'd be just like the icing on the cake. So 
Yeah, so ho- hopefully you take your eyes off the the, the Premier League ball, uh, as it were, and then focus on on the Europa. Um, yeah, we're trying. To, we'll do that from Monday, if that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, though. It's it's crazy when you say you know since 1981 is the last time you got to the final. Uh, we as Spurs fans, we're going mad because it's 14 years, which is fair enough. 14 years yeah. is a fairly long t- long time, but we're certainly not one of the big four consistently. We haven't been for the past 20, 30 years. You, you could argue we've not been in the top six the last years. Mm. Newcastle haven't won a trophy since the mid-50s. And Newcastle were a big club at the end of the 90s. Yeah. They finished runners-up twice on the bounce to Man United yeah. under Keegan. And they, they were getting in Champions League semi-finals as well. So 1955. So just put that into perspective a little bit. I'm not I'm not sticking up for Levy. I'm just... Yeah, 1981, 1950s for Newcastle. Massive yeah, club That's where my mother was born, mate. <laughs> yeah, same. More than the <laughs> same. <laughs> Yes, this is nuts. Absolutely, absolutely nuts. Yeah, and uh, Ellie says here, back to uh, Brighton, I want to make a statement. I've never, ever wanted Potter as our manager. He's Brighton level. That's where he should remain, 14th, 15th or worse, is all he can achieve. I think if Brighton had like a, a Danny Ings, someone of that kind of calibre striker, they would be in that top half fairly comfortably. I, I, I think that they're, they're a good striker away from really converting a lot of chances of winning a lot more games. And may, maybe... Uh, uh, squad depth is the reason they've kind of slipped down at the moment. But um, what, one player I wanted to talk about, Tommy, uh, who played uh, uh, really well against Brighton. He set up the second goal. I thought he was awful against Man United, finally uh, learning quickly that you don't get time on the ball. Benton Kerr, uh, he was superb in that that ball to Kane. Uh, forced him a little bit wide, but then that helped because the keeper showed him the uh, near post and he slotted it in. But uh that for me is kind of what we've been missing as well. Someone who can spot that early ball that isn't our striker, <laughs> an actual midfielder who can spot that early ball and put the ball through. And uh, a, a much, much better performance after the uh, Manchester United game where he gave the ball away a lot, got got caught in possession. But he's not hiding. He's not hiding at all. He still wants the ball. He still wants uh, to do stuff with the ball. Very pleasing to see that. And I think I saw a stat where he was quite near the top of the passing key uh, key passes, tackles, uh, blocks in that fighting game. So what did you make of his performance? And and him in general in his first start, obviously Kulisevsky is the one who's taken all the headlines there. I don't look for... I get stick a lot because I just say it how it is, even though pe- people do believe what I believe, but they won't say it until we lose two or three games or this, unless Ben Tanker goes bad for a month. But he was awful against Man United. He truly was awful against Man United, against Brighton, against the lesser teams, he looks good. Like the rest of the team, he looked good. He looked fantastic against Brighton. He was my man in the match. But the test, if we want to fight for the top four and top six, is how the team, how the players come out against the big boys. And so far, it was good against Man City as well. But to be fair, uh, Hoybier and Bentancur weren't used so much in that Man City game. It was literally uh, seven players defensively and keep Kulu, Son and Kane up there and just get the ball out to them, see what they can do. That's what the, that was, you know, seven, eight people behind the ball against City. It worked in the end. We won 3-2. He didn't play great. Hoybier didn't play great. They hardly touched the ball in centre midfield. The next big test, Man United, fouled miserably. Uh, 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 the whole team does, but Ben Tanker too. He's not a forward part. He's not going to be a through ball maker. That's not what he's going to be. People don't want to hear that, but that's a fact because he hasn't been that in his whole career. Juventus got rid of him. Wouldn't have got rid of him otherwise. They need a forward-thinking passer more than square square balls right now. They've got a lot of square passers, and they thought Bentancur was the weakest of their bunch. That's why they've let them go. 
That's why they've let him go. We think that with, you know, if it was 60, 50, 60 million pounds, fair enough. But 18 million pounds, 16, 18 million, in this day and age, is not a lot of money. So Juventus, who had him for three or four years, didn't rate him that well. That's that's the reality of the situation, whether you, you know, it's 18 million pounds. So he's looked good so far. He's certainly, him and Kulusevsky both look fantastic. They, they have looked great. We need to see how they do against the big boys now. Because that's if we want to be top four and top six, you, you can't just perform against the lower ten, lower eight teams. You, you need to you need to push it up, and it's the same for the whole team. The, the what you've what, what I've just uh, compared Ben Tanker to is the whole team, and it's, it goes without saying. We've got a few players that would be good in any team. For me, Kane Storm would be good in any team. Um, uh, Loris even they'd, they'd be fantastic in any team. But there's a few players that. Who knows? Who knows? Against the against the big boys, they'll be truly tested, and that's why. So I think we've got ten games left until the end of the season. Ten, eleven games left at the end of the season. Still a long way to go. Still, still over the way to go. So uh, we'll judge them. We'll judge Conte, and we'll judge everyone fully by the end of the season. So not after a Man United game, then after a Brighton game. Let's let's wait till the end of the season and just uh, let's cheer our boys on. Let's cheer our boys on. Yeah, I think you're right with Benton Kerr there against the top teams, man. You know, and especially they're going to close him down and stop him playing. And he's got to learn very quickly that you can't have two, three touches on the ball in the Premier League because you get you, you kind of get Brighton. As I said, yeah, you can get Brighton who who are struggling at the moment, probably possibly on the beach already. You're going to have more be able to have more touches of the ball. West Ham is a London derby, and and you know London derbies are generally who wants it more. So generally they're quite frenetic, and as soon as someone gets the ball, there's someone on him. So he, I'd be extremely surprised. Obviously, I'm pretty sure he'll play. I'll be extremely surprised if West Ham let him have one touch of the ball, let alone two. So he's going to have to learn from that Man United game very quickly. Pass and move, pass and move. And then when you move, get into space, that's where you can have your two touches and three touches. But uh, he, he's still young. Conte's known to be out of coach, uh, you know, going to be uh, known to be out of coach players. Look at Victor Moses. Uh, yeah, we've got someone in the, in the chat saying Spurs are the worst uh, club of all time, worst fan base. Not really sure why you're... That there. wasn't me, just for the record, no. right? I wasn't. I was about there. to say, is, is Rob got a separate? <laughs> Rob got a separate Streamyard account? Uh, beyond oh, hated, he oh, said. So I'm, I, I'm, I'm not really sure why you're uh, <laughs> watching this. Then, if, 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 if that's the reason, Cody in the chat. How you doing, buddy? Uh, but yeah, I, I think I think Benton Cook can can come good. Obviously, Kulisevsky gets the ball front, uh, uh, facing the front, so he doesn't have to turn around or do anything like that. But uh, my worry for the West Ham game, Rob, from a Spurs point of view, is that we're fine if teams open up and attack us. Look at Everton, they attacked us, left gaps, Kane, Son, Kulisevsky, cause all sorts of problems. Teams uh, uh, don't let us play. Look at Burnley, uh, look at Middlesbrough. They can't get into the game. We're very, very, very flat. And, and Moyes is, is a fairly good uh, tactician, I think. And so my worry is that he he sets up shop to to play a counter-attacking game himself, like we did at Man City. People mm. behind the ball, Antonio, Fornals, Bowen, if he plays, uh, a vice linking that together, and then get those three or four to to cause us problems, and we don't really have any problems. How, how do you see Moyes lining up and, and tactically lining up and 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 all of that stuff? Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, I think with. Um... With Rice, there's obviously the link between the defence and the forward players. I think Bowen be, I'd, I'd love, I'd love Bowen to be back on it. I don't know if he's going to be back on Sunday. 
Uh, I suppose you boys were hoping he's, he's not back because he's, he's in a real rich frame of form at the moment. Um, I think sort of, you talk about Sean Dyche and sort of setting up shot being sort of like counter-attacking um, uh, sort of and sort of parking the bus in that sort of respect. I think with Burnley being 19th, I think they're, they're obviously down with Norwich this year. So I think Dyche has been found out. I think... Um, with with David Moyes, how he's set up, I think he'll set up with the same formation he has. Uh, we'll have Suchek uh, and Rice in the middle. I think Suchek for us has gone off the boil for a little bit because I think he's allowing Rice to get forward a little bit more. But I think he, I don't know whether he's he'll effective that though at, at, at corners and free kicks. And like Tommy said, we're, so, we're yeah, uh, he, he's very effective though, regardless of whether he's off the ball or not. And he will be forward mm. for free kicks corners, which we oh, yeah, struggle definitely. with. Good in the air, same with Dawson and a few others. So. Yeah, do, do you think that'll be Moyes' plan as well? Uh, uh, keep it tight, get your free kicks, get your corners, make them count? Or, or do you think yeah, it'll I be think a bit more like, of an expansive West Ham game? I, I think it'll, it'll be take your chances when you can get it and then um, just sort of like keep 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 an eye on players like Kane, like Son, um, that Ben uh, that Ben Takur fellow you are talking about a bit earlier. Obviously, I know he's just come over. He's only, was it Juventus you signed him from in the summer? Yeah. So obviously him and uh, the other the other Kulishevsky. Yeah. Um, obviously they're they're quite new for you guys. Obviously they've come from a farmers league, really. Let's let's be honest. Syria is not the same sort of class mm. as the Premier League. So obviously they they they're obviously still trying to find their feet, and, and obviously good luck to them. But um, I think yeah, with um, with Moyes setting up on Sunday, I think he's going to be like take your chances when you can, and then just keep the likes of Sane and, um, Kane and Son um, quiet because when them two boys are on form. God, do, do the opposition know about it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jay Ashraf in the chat. How you doing, buddy? Uh, it's a shame Skip is injured because a midfield of Benny and Skip would make us more progressive. And uh, yeah, I, th- I think Skip is pretty much done for this season, though the injury is a lot more or more issuous than, than first thought. But in terms of uh, uh, for your midfield, uh, do, do you think, Rob, uh, Kane is obviously effective uh, coming back, mm. coming deep where the defenders can't really kind of go with him so do you think Moyes will employ someone to just follow Kane about or do you think it's a, a kind of a zonal kind of thing there that whoever's in that midfield area you get to him stop him playing I think so yeah I think um obviously because Kane obviously being the captain he's um you know he's going to do what captain does if he's not if if someone's not pulling their weight he's going to go and you know sort of grab him by the scruff neck will do you know do the job himself and I've noticed that um sort of Kane has played deep um, in various matches in the past. Um, so I think, you know, sort of being, you know, sort of taking that captain's role, sort of, you know, sort of trying to, um, vice captain's role, taking, taking that um, mantle on where he does have to fall a bit deeper just to try and, uh, try and um, you know, sort of get your plays into into line, however you want to put it. Um, I think it will probably be more, more of a zone because obviously we're having a, um, you know, having a, a midweek match um, yesterday against Seville. We can't afford to be sort of having, you know, one or two people chasing around after Kane because it's just gonna it's gonna knacker them out really. So yeah. probably gonna apply, I'd say probably more zonal. Yeah, and Tommy, in terms of our team, I think I think I'm right in saying it was the same team for Brighton that played against uh, Man United. I could slightly be wrong. Uh, do you think he'll pretty much pick the same team? Do you think that's his? This is my first eleven now. Obviously, it might change with Sessegnon when he comes back uh, for Vegion. But but other than that, do, do you think that's pretty much his settled first eleven now? And certainly, we've got pretty much games every week now, rather than in midweek as well. There'll be the odd one here or there because of uh, fixture congestion. But um, 
yeah, do, do you think he'll pick the same team? And is that his 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 first eleven now? Obviously, when Skip comes back, that might change. But for the rest of the season, I certainly think so. Yeah, that's the thing. If Skip comes back, then you've got a decision to make whether it's Skip or Ben Tanker. You drop, or you could play three in midfield, which means you know Kulu, Son, and Kane just become two instead of. Uh... <sighs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, block this guy. Yeah, we, block this guy. Yeah, we, we won't put that on the uh, thing. But yeah, we could go to a two. We could, we've seen uh, Conte switch before to a three-five-two and a three-four-three, so you could fit Skip, Bentank, and Hoybier when when they come back. When Skip comes back, but for now, I think yeah, it's pretty much going to be the same uh, against Man United and Brighton. Uh, yeah, Doherty stays a right wing back. I don't want him to go. You know, I think he's been much better than Emerson Royal. He's a yeah, just a waste of space. He looks a bit more um, confident as well, doesn't he? And if teams open up and let us attack, that's what made his name at Wolves uh, before we signed him going forward and being able to rain crosses in. And, and you know, I, I, we've seen with Kane, if you rain crosses in, we saw with the third goal against Man City, rain crosses in and he knows it's coming in. He'll attack it. That's what he did for the third goal. So, yeah, yeah. I, I think Doherty over Ericsson. Over um, Emerson. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, yes, I think I would take that. Yeah, I think I would take that even now with his heart trouble. I, I think I'd take him over Doherty, but no, um, no, uh, Reggie, Reggie, I'd say Reggie over Cess, uh, to be honest with you. I think he's still, I think he's slightly more solid defensively and he can cross a ball, Reggie, that's for sure. He's not been great since he's been back from injury, either of them have been great, have they? To be honest with you, Cess has st stood out against Everton and Leeds again, 5 0, 4 0. So, um, yeah, for me, even if Cess was fit, I'd still start Reggie. Back three would stay the same. It's not a good back three. The organisation in the back three more than anything is just really, really bad. That's why we're so weak at set, uh, at set pieces, but it's still the best we have. So, Dyer, Romero, Davis will stick there. Skips injured. So, Ben Tanker and Hoybier. Then, yeah, Kulu right, Son left. Kane up top. Yeah, exactly the same as exactly the same as Brighton. Uh, I just want to I just want to mention this that Ellie put earlier. I love Ellie. Absolutely love Ellie. Massive part of this... Uh, yeah, not, so the, not, not, not the stream so much, but she's she's always in the comments, she's always in the chat, and she's a big, big supporter. And she put this up earlier, and I just wanted to question it. Um, it's I think it's 12 because it has been talked about quite a lot. Um, yeah, uh, what comment was it? Uh, let me see if I can find it. Is it the Potter comment, or or I thought it was to do with um. Nuno being sacked, but... I... Ah, here we go. 12.44, 12.44. I just wanted to... Because I mentioned this with a friend earlier this week, and it was quite... Um, and he's a Wolves fan. He's a Wolves fan. So we were we were discussing it. So I, I just wanted... I know it's quite a while ago. Yeah, but, um, so just Nuno never got sacked. Left... It, so... Yeah, oh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> you were going to say it for Sorry, me, mate. Sorry. sorry, brother. Yeah. Uh, never got sacked, left by mutual consent, is what Ellie said. Uh, yeah, sorry, Tommy. Yeah, so basically, mutual consent... More often than not, in any industry in the world, means that both parties get nothing. That's usually yeah. what mutually agreement means because Nuno's contract was coming to the end. Uh, was coming at the end. He was poor as a manager. So usually, if you want to sack a manager, you have to pay him compensation. But the fact that his contract was coming to an end, they didn't have to pay him compensation. So they were both like mutually mutual agreement. We'll let him go. Same with Fonseca at Roma. Same with a lot of managers that are contracts about to run out. Now, we employed Nuno at Wolves. Um, we couldn't sack him by mutually agreement because he just signed a new contract. We had to pay £14 million compensation. Mutual agreements are only there 
So both don't have to pay anything, basically. And it works, it serves both people because Nuno can leave and get a new job, can't he? Get a yeah. new big sign on fee like he did at Spurs. Bring us out money. Boys anyway. And yeah. they're all gonna sack him anyway. They were 12th. They were 12th. They had two very good seasons finishing himself. They were gonna sack him anyway. His contract was near an end. S serves both parties. If when we sat Nuno the first time round, uh the, the the second time round, if you like, in the Premier League. So after so when we employed him, as as I said earlier, um Oh, Nuno would have taken. Uh, would have, Nuno would not have uh, taken nothing. He would have taken compensation. He took fourteen million pounds, and Spurs were aware, well aware of that. So a mutual agreement in that situation would not have happened. That's why there's a mutual agreement. And um, it was a bad, bad moment, and we ended up having to pay fourteen million pounds for it. We still haven't got a second striker. We haven't got a second striker that has scored a professional goal. Uh, Scarlett's it. I don't think he's played in the Premier League at all, yeah. even off the bench. Fourteen million pounds was. Edward, say Ed or Veghurst, Veghurst, mm. Edward, by paying Nuno off, by employing a terrible manager, you've, you know, you've lost out on a second striker. You know, Burnley, fantastic. 12 million pounds for Veghurst. Uh, in the summer, Crystal Palace, Edward, 14, 15 million pounds. Um, so a, a, a mutual agreement means that, uh, yeah, basically it serves both parties and nobody gets compensation. That's essentially I had this conversation fine. earlier on. This is why I, I had a conversation earlier on in the week with the Wolves guy, with Sweet and Sour Soccer guy from, from, from Wolves. And uh, yeah, he was saying something, something something similar. So that's why I just wanted yeah. to uh, talk about yeah. It's essentially firing, isn't it? But, you know, like you just said. Uh, yeah, I mean... I. I Back, back to Conte, I agree with you. I think it'll be the, exactly the same team as much as he can unless injuries happen. But for you, Rob, will you pick the same team? Obviously, you've had yep. extra time now. Uh, uh, we, we, we played a day earlier than you. We played on uh, Wednesday. Uh, we only had 90 minutes. Fairly mm -hmm. comfortable win, I would imagine, at the end as well. Uh, well you played a day later, 120 minutes. Uh, do you think he'll play the same team or his strongest team, or do you think he has to start rotating a little bit for um? We don't have the we, we don't have the squad like size to rotate, mate. Um, I think it would be a, a very very similar team. Um, I think Antonio will be the first to be substituted as always because I think it's Ambrose what thirty one thirty two now. I think, um, and I think that. He will probably utilise the same sort of um, starting lineup and substitutions as he has done for the last few games. Start with the same. I think if um, by some miracle that Bonner's, um, you know, um, you know, rebooted his own heart or something, um, he was he'll probably be the only one to walk back into the side. Um, but other than that, I think it'd be a, it'd be it'd be very similar, if not the exact same lineup, where he can versus what we put against Sevilla the other night. And do, do you think fatigue will have an effect in the game? Obviously, you've had the extra time. Do you think there'll be yeah, an element of fatigue? Minutes, so or do you think it will still be adrenaline, running on adrenaline because of what you did against Severe on, on uh, uh Yeah, I think we'll still, we'll still be on a high, definitely. Um, and uh, still running on adrenaline, most most certainly. Um, but I think, it's, again, it'll, it'll, it'll make for a good match um, for the neutral. Um, whether we'll all have any nails left, either me or you, come final time on that <laughs> final whistle on Sunday, uh, I'll let you know. But um, yeah, I think it'd be the same. He'll utilise what he normally does. He generally has been putting out the same um, the same team, unless his hand's been forced by injury. Um, but I think we'll do well. So I think to get a result, obviously with playing 120 minutes and Moisey probably putting out the same team. So I think if we can get a draw. Perhaps sneak a win. I think that'd be good for us.
but I think you guys are going to be fresher and um, not saying that we're not going to be up for it, but I think in terms of fatigue, fitness, freshness, I think you guys might just have a slight edge um, yeah. in that respect. Yeah, I, I was quite pleased that you went to extra time yesterday just for extra extra game time. But the, you, we've played teams before where we haven't had a we've had a game the, the day before they've had extra mm. time and they still beat us. So it, it doesn't really make that much of a difference. Uh, Jay Ashraf said uh, Zuma will get a good reception if he plays. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, that seems to have died down a little bit now. Um, Hopefully, I can't believe they started him every game, even the the day the news got out. The the even the news at the, got at out. the end of the day, I still mate, can't it, it believe was, that. It I can't believe the that. club that did that. It was um, you know, it's it's not the club's responsibility. I mean, like you know, my job if I was to kick a cat and it got on social media, not that I advocate violence against animals or other human beings, unless it's a Millwall fan, of course. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I I wouldn't necessarily be sacked i mean probably i'd be reprimanded obviously by you know the rpca the police whatever but at the end of the day the club are employing him to do a job and they've asked him to go and fulfill, fulfill his contractual obligations which he has done so yeah, um i find it yeah, very I, odd I, I, that I they allowed the him to do so that's what i'm saying i found it very odd that they allowed him to do so the same night so yeah. sorry i just said i found it very odd that they allowed him to to play the game, especially the yeah, night, I think, the, I the think it was the last minute. I think they took him out the last, very last second. I think, the very last second. Oh, did they? Oh, I thought they started him, but um, yeah, no, it was, he came back for the second game, but he was uh, he was warming up. He was on the team sheet to start, but it was the very last last second decision to actually say bin him off. To be fair, because I think the amount of abuse he's been getting anyway, I don't think the don't think it'll have helped. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's not a very nice thing to do. But uh, from from one player who's kind of been in trouble to another of yours, who, who apart from Spurs fans on Sunday, wish well is Yarmolenko. Uh, he looked really, yeah, as you, uh, understandably quite uh, emotional after he scored yesterday. It must be an awful, awful situation for him with, with everything that's going on in the world. So it was good to see him scoring, and uh, I think he scored mm. against Villa as well, didn't he? He's, yeah, yeah, he scored the winner yeah. against Villa. So yeah. Uh, yeah, just wanted to say that. Obviously, it's a horrible, horrible yeah, situation, and and good to see him scoring there, and and obviously very emotional for him. Uh, but again, he he's another player that we have to be worried, uh, wary about. Uh, he he's got a shot on him. He can take people on, and yeah, will will be very very tricky. Um, yeah, well, I would say, Rob, is if you could mute us uh, if you're not spitting uh, uh, some background noise. I'm not sure what that is, but yeah, not not massive. Um, Oh, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> that's all right. Uh, Tommy, in terms of uh, how do you think the game will pan out here? Uh, obviously, West Ham, extra time. Uh, I mean, it, it's still a London derby. They're still going to be attacking, uh, attacking us, getting into us, everything like that. So we're still going to play to our best abilities. Uh, but do, do you think... Yeah, we're going to have to score at least two them? goals. Mm. We're going to have to score do, at least two you, goals to win this game. Do you think Conte's message will be tempo, quick, early doors? They've played extra time, or do you think it will just be? No, I think he'll really. look at previous results. I think certainly Conte's the sort of guy that will look at previous results and see if he can take advantage. For, for for sure, he might even just get the players on that will work hard rather than give too much of an end product. He might just get a really hard working team. Um, who knows? Who knows? Um, but I, I got a funny feeling he'll stay the same. It will be it will be tough. I think we'll need to score at least two, probably three. Uh, because as we mentioned, I forgot about, about bloody Dawson 
at centre back uh, from set pieces. We are honestly, Rob, we are horrible when it comes to set pieces. <laughs> we've got we've got away with it. We have got away with it because teams have missed free headers against us. Like we had a game against Borough, we've got knocked out of the FA Cup. Crooks and Housen should have scored from headers. Koch should have scored in a minute uh, for Leeds from yeah. a free header from from corner away with it. Well, okay, we lost the game against Man United because of the, the Ronaldo header, but that's just a that's just a, that's a tiny amount. There's there's a lot more going around in, in terms of being poor at set pieces. So the fact that you've got Dawson, you've got Suchek, who you know, especially won a lot of you know, he's a big guy, six two, six three, so he'll he'll win his fair share of headers. Um but who's your set piece taker? I just wanted to who's who's your set piece is it four nails or uh, yeah you're mute, yeah, you're on mute. Um, yes, um, it's either four nails, um, but majority of the time it's, it's Cresswell that's uh, he, he puts okay. Oh, of course, he's got in. very good left foot, hasn't he? Yeah, he's got very good. That's left another foot. thing where you talk about set pieces if Cresswell gets forward and it gets to able to stick a cross in, he's very good delivery of, of a cross as well. So, yeah, yeah, in the air, we're kind of a bit susceptible, but yeah, certainly at set pieces. But uh, in terms of uh, how you approach the game, Rob. Do you think North London Derby, North London Derby, London Derbies or any Derby are about who wants it more? And generally it's it's in your face and really quite fast paced. Do, do you think that would be the message from Moyes to you? Fast paced, try and get us off, off rhythm? Or do you think the extra time will be, let, let, let's keep it tight, 30 minutes or whatever, shut the crowd up and then go from there? How, how do you think? I, I would say probably the latter. I'd say the probably that's. I think I say played 120 minutes. I know these are paid professionals, but we haven't got the squad depth. So I think he's going to try and conserve as much energy as possible and try and exploit whatever he can. Uh, you know, when the time is right. Yeah, and I, I don't think that suits us. I think we want to sh- want you to be going full ball like bullet at a china shop. There's gaps there if you sit back a little bit. It's 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 a bit tricky for us. Uh, Chris Agenbar said, I think Conte will play the same team as he's trying to get that consistency in the team and the way we play. And uh, yeah, kind of lastly, Tommy, predictions for the game. Uh, you can give a score like a score if you I can't, as you know, it's too much tempting fate. Can't do that. You can, but you choose not to. You can, but you but it's choose also the fact if I get it right, I haven't gone to Ladbrokes and I would have won money, so I can't do it. <laughs> right. Yeah, um, that's a good point. <laughs> you lose either way, don't you? You lose yeah. either way. I, I know uh, I haven't won a prediction, uh, you know, or, or an accumulate or anything for, uh, since I had hair. So that was a long, long time ago. Um, but yeah, predictions for the game. a hell of a long time ago, mate. <laughs> Absolutely. It was before Ladbrokes was even uh, uh, open. It had to be Coral or something like that. Um, yeah. <laughs> predictions for the game. Obviously, it's it's a real tricky one. And, and it could be a 1-0 or one goal either way. It could be a draw. It could be a battering for someone. It could be absolutely anything, this one. It, it depends on how teams... Uh, It's completely, completely dependent, as I said earlier, in in what West Ham personnel are playing. That's just the yeah, that's just the situation. If Bowen, Antonio, Dawson, and Suchek are there, then we're in trouble. We're going to lose that game, or we're going to struggle to get a draw because we just can't. The the physical capacity of those players, we just can't compete. We we cannot compete. So. If that was the case, if that if those four players started, then they'd beat us. Not draw, they'd beat us. 2-1, 3-1, something like that. This, for me, I don't think Bowen's going to play. I think like, he's, he's very 50-50, if not more into the side of he's not going to play, which is brilliant for us. Uh, but still, their danger from pieces worry me, and that's why I don't think we'll keep a clean sheet. I'd say 2-1 Spurs or 1-1. 
two one Spurs or one one. If Bowen plays, we're going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> if, if do you know what? If Bowen and Antonio both start together, because I know Antonio gets if they're starting. We, we, we're going to lose. We're going to lose. Yeah, I mean, how, how, how are we falling? I, uh, under the Pochettino era, like two, three years in, it's we can beat absolutely everybody. Now it's if that player plays, we've lost. Uh, you know, how, how it's all fallen down. But uh, Rob, uh, predictions for you? I know you kind of said a bit yeah, earlier. I mean, you I, 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 that, or, or, hmm, I do as well. Yeah, I think it's a bit close one. I reckon, yeah, perhaps a Desmond. Um, but yeah, if either team's going to win, it's going to be either like. Like Tommy said, it's going to be a 2-1 or a 1-0, I reckon, to whoever's going to win, depending on how which sides turn up. I don't think any Spurs games will finish 1-0 because I think we'll score goals and there's no chance in hell we can keep clean sheets but uh, Brighton uh, uh, aside. Uh, Ellie's gone for an absolute cracker, 4-2 to Spurs. Not sure my heart could take that, but um, a, 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 a win, so I, I will take that. And Alan... Antonio that could be great for by us. the end last night. Yeah, that I, could be great I, for I, us. I think that could be a lot of West Ham players. But then, you know, how long do they need to to kind of recuperate? They might not need that much. And then a, a, a London derby, a top four kind of, it's not race, but a, a kind of six-pointer for this top four thing, whether we're out of it, whether we're in it, you know, it's still kind of that. So, and, and you know. I mean, Rob will know this better than me, but Antonio just doesn't give defenders a second. He's, he, you know, you know what you're going to get from Antonio. <laughs> Stopping him, completely different situation. I think it's a little bit like Emil Heskey. Um, he's not going to get. I mean, the trouble with Antonio, he's not an out-and-out striker. You see, you, you watch him during the games. You just watch him drift out to the left. You watch him drift out to the right. I mean, he's played right back for us. He's play. I think the only thing he's not done is um, is. Is, is play manager um, or goalkeeper, <laughs> um, but I say he's, he's not. When he's in that position, he's not. He's not going to get you the twenty, thirty goals a year that you'd expect from someone yeah. like Harry Kane. Um, but he does bully the defenders, and he does open it. You know, leave it open for other players to fill that void and come in and, and, and pinch yeah. a goal. Well, that, that's but exactly at the moment. He's only lasting sixty minutes. Yeah, but the, possibly all he needs. But very similar to Kane. Kane comes deep. It relies on people taking that position. Uh, England against Scotland. Uh, Sterling just kind of just stayed where Sterling was and didn't fill Kane's um, striker position. That's why we didn't do anything against Scotland. Other games, he did. That's why we looked dangerous. But uh, Antonio, what Antonio does when he's on the left or right and then uh, chasing the ball down, your midfielders know that he's going to get the ball there and put a cross in, so they get into the box and and very dangerous, very very dangerous. But then, like Tommy says, you've got Bowen if he plays four nows. Who who I've got a couple of friends who are West Ham fans, including Rob, who who weren't four nows' biggest fan like a year two two years ago, and he's he, he set up the goal. It's poor goalkeeping from the uh, goalkeeper. Uh, to allow Yarmolenko to score, but he set that up by being positive and getting a shot on target. And and yeah, uh, it could be anything this game. It could be anything. Ellie's gone with a uh, four-two. Kulu Kane times two, and Hoiberg to score. Lanzini and Antonio, your scores. N NS Sports, same as Tommy, two-one Spurs. But yeah, I'm, I'm, it could be anything. It could be absolutely anything. It all depends on... on and it's a London derby, and I say this on every preview, every preview. First 50-50, send one of their players up in the air. Show them they're in for a game. They've had 120 minutes. Show them they're in for a tough physical game, and they're not going to get any space on the ball after 120 minutes. If Antonio does look leggy, like uh, Alan said, 
you know, get into him, don't let him get anything and, and, and go from there. But <laughs> I say that every bloody preview never happens. But the first 50, 50, we lose. Um, but yeah, I, I'm going to the game. Ho- hopefully it can be a win. Hopefully it can be a win and then get the two, two wins on the trot. And then we go for the next game and then hopefully get a third. Uh, but yeah, I think it'll be a close game, four-two uh, from early. I don't think there'll be a two-goal margin in it, unless it is two-one with ten minutes to go, and then whoever's two-one uh, uh, down is trying to go for the game and they get picked off down the end. But yeah, and Spurs won't keep a clean sheet, so you'll have something to celebrate, Rob. Uh, whether be <laughs> during the game or consolation goal, I don't know. But uh, yeah, pretty much reach the end. Keep it. Clean sheet either, mate. So I think yeah. you've got something to celebrate as well. <laughs> Yeah, but it should be a good game. It's two teams who are, I'd say on form, Spurs obviously lost to Man United, but we played quite well in that and then beat Brighton and then beat Everton before. Uh, you've beaten uh, uh, Villa and then uh, uh, Seville, so you're on form as well. So I think it'll be an entertaining game. I just want to win. I just want to win. Uh, I don't really care how that comes about. I'm sure, Rob, you're exactly the same. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, it's pretty much reached the end. Uh, uh, we've got a 96th winner from uh, uh, Alan Harris, uh, Kane. I mean, that would send uh, the fans into raptures, but you have said zero to West Ham, which I think is wrong because we can't keep clean sheets. Uh, NS Sports, Kane and Son to score for you guys, Bowen to score for West Ham. Uh, that's obviously if he's playing and if he's not injured. Uh, but yeah, pretty much reached the end. Thanks to you guys. Thanks to Brian as well, who came on uh, uh, a little bit earlier. Uh, uh, Tottenham on Tour is his channel. That's in the description, so make sure you check that out. Tommy, uh, your channel, uh, it's changing name soon, I believe. Yeah, I'm pretty much, it should be this weekend, it should be changing. I'm just uh, yeah. finalising the uh, just finalizing the intros and some of the, uh, the avatars and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, Chris, Leicester Tottenham, thanks for, ever, for having me. I've been coming on here for a long time now. And yeah. vice versa, vice versa. So yeah, we're always a pleasure sort of having you on and going on your show. You're sort of collabing a little bit. You're gonna, you know, you're gonna keep this. You're keeping this stream 100 on this channel, and then you're gonna be doing something on my stream, but the same sort of thing, exactly the same sort Absolutely, of thing. Yeah. And it, so it helps. It, you know, it's good. It's good for both channels. And uh, uh, make sure if you're watching, make sure you subscribe to Let's Talk Tottenham, Chris. Uh, it's great to see a lot of regulars in. We've got a Chelsea boy, Nipan. He's a good guy. NS Sports TV. <laughs> he thinks we're gonna win. Uh, he's he's a good guy. Well, I have but, to say, he uh, no, predicted... Great, he, great he seeing you for the it. first time. If Sorry, mate. Oh, no, carry on, carry on. Now, Mike is freezing. I don't know whether it's you or me. Mike is freezing, so I don't really know yeah, when people are sure. speaking. But, um, no, I was just saying, yeah, he's a good guy. He, he you know, he predicted 2-1. Um, but it's good, great to see Rob for the first time, West Ham fan. Brave. Uh, brave to come on in. So, uh, <laughs> peace, out, peace out, mate. That's uh, my family of Spurs, mate, so I normally get it in the neck anyway, so... I've known Rob for about 20 years. He gives as good as he gets. And the rest, fine. mate. Longer than that, mate. Well, since I was 50, yeah, 23 years. Um, but yeah, on NS Sports, he 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 was actually was on here. I haven't given him this shout out yet. He predicted we'd beat uh, Man City uh, when we were all saying we'd get battered and, and lose. I can't remember the score that he gave. But yeah, he predicted a Man City, uh, Man City loss and we'd beat them. So uh, yeah, a bit late, a bit late. But uh, you, you, yeah. And uh, Rob, thanks so much for coming on as well. Uh, no, thanks for having me, mate. Oh, no problem, no problem. And uh, yeah, I would say good luck for Sunday. I don't mean it at all, so it'd just be a lie. So there's no point saying it. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I'm sure you'd be saying the same thing as well. Um, may, the best yeah, team, I mean, may football win, Christopher. May football win. Bollocks, let's burn. <laughs>
<laughs> uh, before I go, can I just say I might have a teaser coming up tonight. I'm not sure whether I'm going to do it or not. 7.30 tonight. I might have a, similar to this, but with a few different guests than that, might have a teaser. Um, I, I had a seizure yesterday. That's why I'm in the dark now. Yeah, people in the chat will know about my epilepsy mostly anyway. So I had to see, I'm just starting to recover. And uh, this, I've actually realised I have recovered doing this stream today. So I'm not, I'm not struggling to get my words up as much as I would have last night. So uh, yeah, that's why I'm in the dark. And uh, if things go accordingly, I'll set that. I'll set that up for half seven later. It's not. It's not a definitive. But um, yeah, cheers for. I appreciate me. you coming on after CGS. There, yeah, really appreciate you coming on. Uh, Rob, appreciate you coming on as well. Uh, West Ham fan, no, on the stream, and Brian, obviously as well as always. Uh, just before work. Uh, just before we go, NS Sports. I went on every Spurs podcast prior to the Man City game and said you guys would win. Oh, you should have gone to Labrooks, should have gone to Labrooks and put a bet on because you'd have got a good odds for that, good odds for that. That's why I can't give score updates, can't give score updates. Uh, big up Tommy says Chris Agambar, uh, Ellie, no hammer time and no time for the hammers. Come on, you Spurs. All in jest, all in jest. Uh, but yeah, big, big game. Uh, not just for us, for West Ham as well. Obviously, uh, uh, you know, in two competitions, fighting on two fronts. And... Uh, <laughs> This yeah, is a running we, joke. This is yeah, a running joke. We won't go into that. From... We won't go into that. Tommy can mention it on his stream. On his stream, yeah. uh, talking about uh, dog, leaving dogs alone. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, big, big, big game for both of us. West Ham fighting on two fronts. Us pretty much top four is all we've got now. Uh, played well against Man United. Played well against Man United. Just came up against the best player in the world and just poor finishing and son wearing ballet shoes, whatever he was wearing, slipping over. I uh, didn't see anything about that on Twitter yesterday after the Brighton game, so I'm assuming he had the right footwear on. Uh, and hopefully we, we can capitalise on the fact that West Ham have played 120 minutes a day later than we played 90. And we're at home and we've got the banging form striker again. Uh, I mean, hopefully, uh, hopefully as well, you know, West Ham's killer players uh, won't be playing or will be leggy and a bit tired, but <laughs> should be winning games anyway. You don't need a, you know, maybe Ronaldo, maybe Ronaldo not playing Mark Velt, but uh, yeah, should be beating West Ham anyway, certainly at home, but it is a London derby. Who wants it more? We'll generally win. Uh, let's hope it's us. Let's hope we get a win. Two wins out of two and go on for a three. <laughs> Uh, Rob, if you could turn your camera off. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, hopefully we can get the win. Uh, Rob is obviously hoping the other way around. Hopefully we can get the win. Uh, two wins out of two. And then kind of kickstart this top four campaign. I still don't think we'll get it. We're too inconsistent. But uh, yeah, be back on Monday with a West Ham review. Hopefully another West Ham fan. Hopefully Spurs fans as well. Hopefully we've got the win. Uh, before we go as well, uh, thank you to everyone in the comments, everyone for watching. Please hit the like, please hit the subscribe. 196 subscribers would be great to get to 200 for the West Ham game. And then we go on to the next 100. Uh, then go into the uh, uh, description. Uh, go on Tottenham on tour. Tommy Talks Ball, which is still Tommy Talks Ball at this moment in time. Uh, hit the like, hit the subscribe there. And yeah, do your usual stuff. You know the drill by now on, on the like and subscribes and the notification bell. And uh, yeah, thanks again so much for watching and listening if you're listening to the podcast. Till Monday, come on, you Spurs. Go come on, you Spurs. Thank you so much for watching, for everybody who participated in the live chat and added comments. Before you go, please make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Anybody who couldn't watch the live video, you can still catch us on YouTube. Add any comments, suggestions or questions to the comments section on the video. 
Anybody who's listened to the audio-only podcast, thank you so much for listening. Anybody who wants the audio-only podcast, you can get this wherever you get your podcast from. Alternatively, if you go to Twitter, at LTalkTottenham, you'll find all the information there. We'll be back soon. We're live Mondays, 8pm, Fridays, half 12, UK time. Until then, come on, you Spurs!